Good evening, and thank you for tuning in wherever you may be right now. Uh, I'm your host, Taylor, and uh, if you were with me when I posted my first episode about eh, two hours ago, uh, you may notice the name has changed, mainly because I did not realize how popular it was going to be. But uh, I'm glad that you could be here. Uh, This is just where our podcast, where I'm just going to talk about any and everything that's going on with me and the world around me, so um, let's get to it. Alright, so uh, we got a little bit of a hefty episode for you today. There's going to be a lot to unpack here, a lot of information coming your way. I'm going to talk briefly about my background from childhood and, you know, all the different various, you know, we'll call it highlights of that. Um, Pretty much every day we're going to talk about a special topic that takes my time up from day to day, you know, a little bit more generally, may not go too terribly into detail, but we'll see. Uh, And then we'll hit on some, like, current events, whether it's stuff going on with me right now, or if it's in the world around us, which can always be a tusty, touchy subject. Sorry. Here we go. Hey, this is the beauty of the one-take thing. Uh, So, uh, like I said, this is uh, one Taylor in one take. First thing we're going to talk about, like I said, is background. Um, Now, let's hit the big points. Uh, my family, um, one of five people that was in my, uh, you know, my closest family growing up, my father, Joel, my mom, Helen, my older sister, Elizabeth, and my younger brother, Michael. Um, my father was in the military, so we moved around a lot. Um, my sister and I were 10 months apart and we were born in Germany. Uh, (coughs) my dad was stationed over there for a short bit, uh, had his little fun in Bosnia while that stuff was going on. Uh, and my mom and, uh, yeah, at the time she was the only one with him, uh, they went over and, you know, they enjoyed the European lifestyle for a little while. Um, shortly after that, we moved back and I can never remember if it was Kentucky and or Tennessee, but, uh, I think it's because it was at like Fort Campbell, which is like right there on the borderline. So, you know, all depends on which side of the house you woke up on. Um, we had, I think, a, a, a short snafu, um, in Michigan. Uh, again, I think that might've been around the time maybe some European stuff was going on. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I was less than two years old, all this stuff. So I don't remember any of it. Um, but, uh, after that we moved to Fort Wainwright, Alaska, uh, and that's probably the first place that I really remember. I, you know, I've got like vague uh, you know, still shots of my time before then, but Alaska is really where you know more formative memories have been and kept up with me. Uh, we lived there for about three or four years, and then uh, we took the long, long drive down to Texas. Uh, and I do mean drive. We drove from Alaska over to Canada, and then basically followed the Rockies all the way down. Um, Texas was really cool. We lived in El Paso, right there in the corner uh, of the state, and uh, a little bit more of the formative years there, uh, just trying to figure out, you know, what life was, I guess. I don't, I, I don't know. I was, you know we, we, we only lived there from maybe the time that I was, uh, I don't know, probably uh, 2006, 2007 to... 2010, 2011-ish. Yeah, it might have been like spring of 2011. 
And then from Texas, we moved up to um, Kansas, a little town out in the middle of nowhere, uh, Clay Center. It was it was pretty interesting out there. That's that's really where one we spent the longest time. And if I had to label anything, the formative years, I'd probably be there because you know so much of a person's personal development happens in like middle school and maybe early high school. And so we were there from you know, the summer right before my sixth grade year all the way to uh, the end of my sophomore year, in which we turned around and my dad got stationed down in Fort Rucker, Alabama, uh, the home of Army Aviation. Um, and that's where he finished out his um, contract with the military. Retired there, lived there for a couple years afterwards, uh, and then he moved up. They, the rest of my family, for the most part, except for my sister, moved up to the Nashville area. Uh, so that's that's more or less pretty a pretty good like rundown and quick through of you know a lot of the different locations I've been to. With all of those, we always did a, a fair bit of traveling. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen the world's largest ball of twine probably about three or four times. Uh, I've seen the Rockies, I've seen the East Coast, I've seen a little bit of the West Coast, all over the desert and the plains of the middle part of the state. We had family in Michigan and Minnesota, and then down in Alabama for a short bit, and even in Florida. I think we still have family in Florida. But so there's people all over the place, uh, and we like to visit them whenever we could, which happened to be quite frequently sometimes, it seemed. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, so yeah, we got, you know, got a lot of, a lot of mileage on my, on my rear end. Uh, but I, I benefited from it, from being able to see a lot more of the country than a lot of my peers have, especially people at my age. They probably haven't seen, I think I've been in close to 45 of the 50 states. Uh, and I don't think that would have happened otherwise with, with, you know, any other kind of lifestyle. Uh, well, maybe a little more affluent one, but you know, in terms of you know, where I am and the track that I was on, there's not a, you know, it's not an entire basket full of lifestyles that would present those opportunities. Uh, in terms of other things that really sort of shaped me as a person, other than, you know, my family uh, and the places that I grew up, there was a lot of different activities that I got. My, my parents were very, very very yeah I don't even know what the word for it is but they they were very supportive I guess is probably a good one of any and every little thing that me and my siblings showed interest in so we got the chance to basically try everything and to some degree sometimes it was a little bit of a hassle because you know we would go and my parents would let us do everything but you know, we'd have to we'd have to show commitment for a fair bit of it <laughs> first. Uh, so if you showed too much interest all in too short of a time, then you ended up being bogged down schedule-wise. Which uh, my parents, you know, they would they would do. My mom was very very good at managing schedule uh, for us, but she you know, she made us work for it. Really did. Uh, it was. Uh, a very definite defining experience uh but so like boy scouts uh, i'm an eagle scout so uh i went all the way from uh, not not really cub scouts i i, I got on the, the back half of it i think at the last rank or whatever they had and then worked all my, all my way up to uh eagle scout um worked at a couple different summer camps and stuff like that 
Uh, I played just about every sport growing up. Uh, any sport that I could get my my shoes tied up for, I'd I'd do my best to get out there. I think probably the only sport I can't say I've played at least a little bit of, um, even like casually, uh, is probably soccer. I'm never really a good soccer player, but uh, my brother was more into soccer, Michael, uh, when we were growing up. So I kind of yeah, I kind of let him have that one. Um, obviously, moving around in the army was a big thing that shaped me, but it sort of pushed me towards this personality and mindset that made me very flexible um, and like okay with isolation to a degree and yeah, not, not a lot of people are like that they uh, they can kind of find themselves lost when they don't have some of those social things going on uh, me I don't really very much mind it uh, as long as I you know, I'm not. I'm not in a, a dire state of being, or you know, my life is in danger. I'm. I'm. I don't normally mind being by myself. Um, but that um, the army life also, you know, presented me an opportunity to get more into various art forms, uh, whether it be music, uh, reading, writing, or uh, you know, video games or stuff like that, of uh, which I've both read my share and played my share. Uh, thankfully, I, I try and keep them both as much as I can in my day-to-day -day life now, you know, much, much farther past when they first, you know, showed up in my life, but sometimes it's hard depending on what I'm focusing on, you know, professionally or personally at the time, <coughs> um, but it's, you know, it's, it's a struggle, but, you know, you have little phases here and there, so... Uh, as long as I, I I feel like as long as I don't completely lose anything, which I doubt will happen, then I, I'll turn out okay. So um, I know, yeah, we we talk about me moving to Alabama. <coughs> Ended up graduating here in Alabama, uh, and then moved on to college uh, here in Alabama as well. And uh, after finishing shortly, quite recently. Finishing college, you know, like I said, probably within the past month or two, um, of this podcast coming out at least, the uh, I, I moved quite quite close away just uh, because when I did move out of the college town, I was still in college. Uh, I was just trying to find, yeah, my 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 wanderlust was getting to me, so I I needed to 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 get that change of scenery, if you will, or I would go stir crazy, uh, which is. Not an unfair evaluation of how my mentality is. Uh, I do very much enjoy more so the the change that comes whenever you you move somewhere else. The the challenges that are associated with it. Um, but like I mentioned, um, moving on to like our second topic, you know, um, the the special topic for this episode was uh, college. Uh, it's probably the most recent development, and uh, after a long-awaited, long journey of mine, uh, I finally finished college this past May. Uh, I was going there. I started in 2013, the fall of 2013, and graduated uh, spring of 2020. So, you know, at face value, that sounds like seven years, unless you know that I took a semester off to join the military, or that after my junior year I moved to Birmingham and was only able to take one, maybe two classes a semester to f sort of finish up after I'd changed. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, 
So, uh, college, you know, I ended up going to the University of Montevallo in Montevallo, Alabama. It's about 45 minutes south of Birmingham. Uh, beautiful, beautiful campus. Very nice, sm- sort of small school. Uh, they they like to use the line, uh, a private school experience for a public school price, which is not altogether wrong. Uh, there was probably like, I remember correctly, when I started going there, it was like a 17 to 1 uh, student to teacher ratio. So, you know, for a classroom of 17 people, there'd be you know, the one teacher for it. And that's pretty standard. There's not a ton of classes that would go much over that, but it allowed me to really get to know and interact on a more personal level and professional level with some of my my teachers. Um, I think I even had one of my piano teachers on Snapchat at one point in time. Is uh, she she's a, a young soul for sure. Um, but so the reason I chose Montevallo, <laughs> uh, I hadn't really thought about going to college when we moved here to Alabama. Uh, but then when it came around to it, my short-lived relationship in my senior year of high school was with a lady named Aubrey, uh, who's doing fantastic now. She's got a whole family and um, a kid, uh, I believe now. She's all married and stuff. Uh, very, very fastidious uh, young lady. She put work ahead of her school schedule very early because she realized she had the work ethic for it. and Yeah, she went in places. So that's, I put that shortly. Uh, but another reason I chose Montevallo was uh, not only for her recommendation, but I heard that they had a good uh, music program as well as no football team. And I'm not a big fan of football, uh, whether that be the actual sport or the fact that marching band usually accompanies it. Either way, still not a fan. Uh, if I cannot do anything with marching band, I'm I'm yeah I'm pretty happy, um, and so all that being said, I I think I had a pretty enjoyable experience while I was at Montevallo. Uh, the the teachers, other students, the various programs and you know organizations that I got to interact with were very fulfilling. It was, as as I matured and grew there as a student, you know, the longer you know, being more super seniorish, um, I, I found myself with ever-ending curiosity to see how my friendships with people across campus would have been different, you know, in the stead of other like big decisions, um, like um, one thing, uh, I was in a fraternity, and for a short bit. Yeah, when you go to a fraternity, they they give you like three or four options, uh, and I was pretty dead set on the one that I ended up going with. Uh, they were a fantastic group of guys. I knew most of them outside of it, so it wasn't really like a paying for friends. I didn't join until like my late sophomore year. Uh, but you know, there was there was times with friends that I'd made, and I think I yeah, it might have been because I was in a fraternity, but friends that I made through being in a fraternity in other fraternities that made me curious to see how my relationships would have been different if I'd gone into their fraternity in the first place, how my college career would have been different, you know, that sort of thing. I'll I'll never get to find out, but it's, it's an interesting thing to ponder. Um, like I said, lots of good friends from other groups as well. You can't, you don't just stick to your own brotherhood and that sort of thing. Um, college is where I met both of my best friends. Um, one of them, uh, Taylor Coe, who's the most hardworking, uh, physically fit person I know. 
Uh, he's fant- doing fantastic things for himself. Um, I'm really, really proud of him. We we, we met sort of spontaneously um, uh, the fall of my freshman year, and uh, we've just got one of those friendships where it doesn't matter how long we haven't talked to each other. Uh, yeah, it's just like, eh, you you go and you catch up a little bit, but then you you get right back on it. Um, and that's that, that's that's an awesome thing to have. If if you ever have it, don't ever let that go. Um, my other best friend is uh, Cage. Uh, Cage Williamson. He's a very yeah, equally so hard hard worker. You know, very ethically driven. Um, uh, who's a uh, financial financial accountant of some sort out of the Huntsville area now. Uh, and uh, he's the one that I do my or our, I can't say my, uh, it was very much more his idea. He's he's much better on all the management aspects of it. Uh, but uh, our uh, whiskey enthusiasts and page um, called uh, Brothers in Bourbon, which you can find on Instagram. It's it's the working name right now. We're, we're in the process of developing a podcast as well, which is one reason why I'm doing this. Um, and so, you know, he do, does that. We've we've spent more money than our significant others need to know about uh, on liquor since we've met. But uh, we met on you know both being all three of us were fraternity brothers, and uh, we all had uh, you know, similar goals in the gym at least. Uh, at at least at the heart of them, we all kind of went different ways after college in terms of the amount of fitness that we incorporate into our daily day to day life. Uh, but that was that was a big big location and you know part of our lives that we sort of met and developed in. Um, that's where I met my college is where my um, where I met my my fiance uh, Bailey. Uh, was actually she kind of knew both of them too. She was in a class with uh, Cage in the music building, and Taylor was like a personal trainer for uh the fit you know, the sports teams and she was a cross country runner um so yeah you know, lots of very good things came out of college uh including you know just making very good friends with you know teachers and students alike Lear- learning a lot both you know in the span of the academic world as well as the personal uh <coughs> and it all culminated after me changing my major, after realizing I didn't want to be a band director because I realized how much more of the politics and paperwork it was, and that's not really what I wanted. Um, that's why I wanted. Yeah, that's why I, I, I'm a, per, a private instructor. Sorry, words. Uh, a private instructor now uh, for clarinet, saxophone, a little bit of flute every once in a while, uh, improv. Um, you reach out to me if you're interested in any of those, uh, and. Uh, just, you know, just making, just having to live through all the, all the struggles of that. That was, was another big thing that I learned from, from college. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, like, like I was saying and almost lost it there. I, I realized I didn't want to be a band director anymore. The more I became more accustomed and, you know, sort of, introduced to the world of it all uh and so i changed just a regular music degree uh with the intent of specializing uh maybe in grad school or farther getting professional experience and maybe teaching at a collegiate level one day (coughs) um which is a way down the road but i I don't mind i'm I'm patience right 
Um, but so I finally go and I finish everything after you know my last four semesters being like one class, maybe two classes. They may be online, or maybe like the one thing I have to drive to Montevallo for and it interrupts work three, two, three times a week. Uh, but I finally go and I graduate uh, in May of 2020, and because of COVID, uh, I don't get to do our graduation ceremony or the commencement. Uh, tentatively until August. Um, this podcast is being recorded on uh, the 4th of July. Uh, I'm getting to listen to everybody shoot fireworks outside right now. Um, but, uh, you know, it's sort of bittersweet. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I finally graduated. And they're like, hey, you don't get to walk for a couple more months. Uh, and so, you know, for me, it's waiting for that. But everything past that, I'll hopefully be able to go to college uh, on, uh, for, you know, master's degree in the near future. I've got several, several universities that they, uh, they'd like, they wanted me, uh, back when I auditioned, but because of how long it was taking to get rid of, or rather getting a Spanish class marked off on my, uh, transcript, uh, they weren't able to offer me money or scholarships or anything like that, and God only knows how it'll go now, but, yeah, we'll figure it out. But so it's either going to be collegiate professor after getting you know, either my master's and or my doctorate uh, in music, or uh, I would like to be active duty military, uh, especially in the band, if I can. There's a lot of benefits and good pay and a lot, a lot of professional experience that I think would be really good for me. Um, and while we're speaking about military, uh, that, that sort of takes me on to my, my current events uh, section. On Monday, we get to start our annual training. I'm in the National Guard, uh, and so the way that works is we do one weekend a month, normally, for like regular National Guardsmen, uh, and then we do two weeks of continuous training in the summer. Uh, mainly, our unit does it in the summer because half of the unit is teachers, so you, know, you can't just like pull teachers out of school in the middle of the year. It just doesn't work that way. Um, but there's unbridled excitement is what I have written in my my script for this one um, because it just seems that there's been so many hurdles and uh, scheduling changes due to COVID and the government and big army uh, just you know wasting our time with all these extra days to like go down and plan stuff and then we do it like a week later they're like oh no none of that works anymore so uh, we'll we'll see how all the scheduling goes. I, I imagine we'll all be flying by the seat of our pants, but at the end of the day, it's gonna it's gonna go well. Uh, we we always do a you know, do the best with what we have. Um, but I I know I'm I'm really psyched. Uh, I've been really missing and craving getting to play with other musicians because uh, no bands have been meeting this entire pandemic stuff. Uh, and especially to be able to play fun charts with just good musicians. Uh, it's it's so intriguing all the time to see how these other people, you know, they get to the where they are. Maybe their their path is completely different, but you can sort of end up in the same same spot. Um, uh, I mean, there, there's so many people. You know, I I think about them. And I'm like, man, how did we get to the same place? Like, you know, you kind of you kind of see it at like the end of it, but it's like there's you know the motivation may be different, uh, the mentality may be different. Uh, just but but it's it's impressive because you you can just like watch and see we got here to the same place or you know we're part of a select few 
um, being in the army band, but and we make it happen, and we all we all bring something unique to uh, to the table, especially whenever we get together and playing. Um, but with uh, my change, I used to work at a music store here in Birmingham, uh, but I got the opportunity to go full time assisting with recruiting uh, here in the Birmingham area, uh, and so I get a, a short little break from the recruiting stuff that I've been doing for about a month now. And uh, then I get to go back to it. Uh, it's 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 not really lackluster. It's 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 a consistent job, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, I more or less know what I'm going to be doing. Occasionally they'll throw a <laughs> a slider at me, uh, which just you know catches me out, uh, off guard. But uh, nothing I can't handle. They 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 make it very very doable. There's a couple of the NCOs and that in the unit that are a, a pleasure to work with already. And I haven't, I haven't been working with them very, very long. Um, but so after, yeah, after, like I said, after that, I, I get to do that. And then there's a possibility I might be doing, maintaining the, the full, full-time stuff, uh, but in a different capacity come uh, the beginning of this next fiscal year. Just got to keep my fingers crossed on that. Uh, hopefully as we get close to that, I'll be able to update you with a little bit more confidence. Um, but, I think um, I'm trying to keep these under 30 minutes long. I think I think that's a comfortable sort of range to stay in. Uh, so I'd like to just thank everybody for tuning in and listening this long. If you even did, and if you didn't, don't worry. I probably can't tell. I don't know how the analytics stuff works just yet. Um, but I would be most appreciative if you guys would hit that follow or subscribe button. I'm not really sure uh, how you know your your whatever device you're listening on is is showing it. Um, that way, whenever I get the chance to put another one out, you can be one of the first people to know uh, and listen to it and keep up with me if you don't do it on a regular basis otherwise. Uh, before too long, I should be on most of the popular streaming platforms. Uh, the two I know that I'm aim for, at least, are Spotify and Apple, and I think Spotify I'm already technically on. That's uh, probably where you're listening right now. Apple's got a little bit more of a filtering window, I guess, for it. Uh, but I don't really use any other platforms myself, so I don't know what else there is. Um, uh, other than that, feel free to reach out and give me any constructive criticism you may have, uh, whether it's filler words, pauses, if you have recommendations for how to orchestrate the jingle music that I'm going to put you know, at the beginning and the end of these eventually. Um, but uh, yeah, anything you want me to talk about, any of that sort of stuff, just reach out at any of my social media. You can find those in the description, and I appreciate that most. So uh, again, thank you again for tuning in, and I hope you have all a great night. Bye.